When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. We're so excited you decided to join us. Um, make sure you go over and leave those five-star reviews. If you like this, go over and listen to our other podcasts like the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or High School Hoops or Funnel Down Defense or Coaching Youth Hoops or whatever uh, whatever one of the seven in our, in our network that you would like to listen to. Uh, but before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. They are always, what I love about Dr. Dish is they're always innovating. They're always making that a little bit better and that's what that's why i think they're the best machine out there we like i've said before we own three of them and i would not be talking about them every day if i did not believe them mention coach unplugged they'll give you 450 dollars off and they'll give you a one customer service and then also what what helps keep the lights on what helps keep everything moving is teachhoops.com um it's for coaches who want to get better it is a one-stop shop by a basketball coach for a basketball coach um, you know, I'm always working with my team 365 days a year, working on making us better. And I want to do the same thing for you. I'm giving you resources, one-on-one calls, office hours, a roadmap per se that will help you uh, become a better coach. And we offer a 14-day free trial because I believe you should come in and kick the tires around and see if it's right for you. If it's not, that's fine. Um, but I, I guarantee that you're going to love it. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Nice to meet you. Okay. So, man, I just want to thank you for uh, letting me join your group. I appreciate your um, your podcasts. I just started hearing them, and I like what you have, and I just need some help. Okay, no problem. That's why I do it. No problem. How much time do I have? As much, I mean, I, as much as you need, as much as you need. I got my, I got a conference call with my, my. This you'll love this. I have a conference call with my coaches in about forty-five minutes, but I think we'll be done by then. Um, yeah, yeah, I yeah, because yeah, we got our big rival on Friday. Whatever you have, go ahead, shoot away. 
Um, so I mean, I have my notes, but um, one of our, our biggest problems right now, well, let me ask you a couple. Of, we have a game at 1 p.m. today, Pacific Standard Time. Okay. And I just want to go over a couple of things that I think have been, that have been an issue. One is, what do you, how do you deal with a big man? My, my, um, let me tell you about my starting team. My okay. starting team is 5'9", 5'10", 5'9", 6'1". Okay. okay. All right. Maybe 6'1". They're probably both six feet. Okay. So, so I usually um, take off. I you when people tell me heights, I usually take off an inch or two. There you so go. That means there you you're go. you're pretty tiny. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah we're tiny. tiny. We're tiny, and I have two varsity returners. Okay. Uh, despite that, we were twelve and four ten days ago. And now we're twelve and seven. Okay. So we lost three out three out of our last four games. Um, so what I did with this team was basically because of my size and because I do have athletes. Um, they're I teach at kind of an inner city school. Okay. I coach at an inner city school. Um, I do have some quick guys. Um, only have like, I think of that whole starting group. I don't think anybody's ever played club basketball. So we take rec players and we try to do the best we can with them. Okay. Um, but they're athletic. And so okay. um, uh, what I try to do is give them all kinds of weapons to use. Man, zone, uh, one, two, two, one, three, one. Uh, three, two, any, you know, anything we can do to disrupt another team because of our size and what, what, what I'm dealing with, yep. um, what our team is dealing with. Yep. So, um, so here's, here's, here's a question. The first question is how do you deal with a team who has a big six, seven, and they have two outside shooters? How would you defend that? Okay. So let's go back. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to that for a second. So I think you're doing the right thing with causing chaos with a size like this. Um, do you have an assistant coach? I have two assistant coaches. Okay. One is, one is always there. The other one kind of shows up every once in a while. Um, and that's kind of been new to me because he was, he's actually, um, just to give you, just to give you a little background. Um, I heard your podcast. I know, I know you think the best thing to be is on campus, but I'm an off-campus coach, and in California, basically, in my county, pretty much everybody's off-campus. Okay, okay. We, it's, it's a different world out here. You're, so, in San Diego. You're in San Diego? Yeah, and, I, and my kids are all grown up. I'm, a, I'm actually a physician. I'm a doctor. Okay. And I've been coaching high school ball for many years. Um, this is probably my 16th year, but I was mostly an assistant, or okay. I did JV. So I just, this is my second year at the program. I took over a program that won four games um, before I got there the season before four and 24 last year, we won one more game. We won five and 23. Okay. And this and year, we, great uh, this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I think my scheduling was a lot smarter too. Right. Um, so I have a teacher who's, um, uh, the a middle school teacher who's my assistant and he's, he tries to be there almost always. He's, he's very, he's very, um, dependable. Okay. The other guy was somebody who was a teaching assistant at the school and he was, and this guy played semi-pro ball, um, and he's he's a good guy, but I just don't think he has the time for it. But he right. tries he to shoot. He, he tries. He tries. He's he's spread too thin. I've had a few of those too. That I mean, yeah, they're trying to do the right thing. Um, so okay, so the reason I ask is I like what you're doing with causing chaos. Um, well, let me ask one more question before I give you a couple things. Uh, can your guys shoot? No. Okay. I have. I have. I have one out of that. Actually, I have. <clears throat> okay, here it is. I have two guys that can shoot. 
one of them is shooting. He's probably scoring over 20 points a game. He's a sophomore. He's the one of the five nine guys. Okay. He can shoot. He's he's a gifted shooter. Okay. He's gifted. He's elite. Yep. Um, and then I have another guy who's one of my six foot forwards who we had to move him inside because we had nothing. I mean, right. he's thick, he felt like a man. He right. can shoot. But the problem is when I put him outside, he's he'll maybe hit one three a game, even though he's way gifted to be able to shoot more, but he just doesn't. I don't right. know why. You gotta give him okay, so a couple things with that. So I would give each one of them like there's kids on my team that have a green light. There's kids in my team that have a yellow light. And there's kids in my team that have a red light. And then they know where those green, red, and yellow lights work. So I'd give the one kid the green light. I'd give the other one the green light when, he, when he's I open. Have. And, he, and he won't do it. He won't do it. Okay. Um, so the reason I ask that is I think the, I think the changing up is perfect. Um, when do you change up? The, the reason I, And there's a reason I ask about the assistant coaches. But when do you change up? Like when do you go from your man to your – one three one or your one two two um okay so let's say we start off in man okay um, i'm just i'm gonna try to think back at tuesday's game we started off in man but their guard and that was that two main questions for you today <clears throat> besides i'd love to talk to you forever but yeah you know it's not possible but two of the questions and i was just thinking about them for future is one um we they had a very good guard who was penetrating and and we switch. We run SOS. Are you familiar with the SOS defense? No. Uh, basically, it's a switching defense. We switch. We switch. We switch. Okay. Um, and so these guys are ball screening, and their guy, we have a really good guard. I mean, he's an athlete. He's a D- Division One football player recruit. He's already got an offer. He's one of the athletes I'm talking about. Okay. And he could take this guy, but we switch, and then – and I have other athletes, but they just couldn't handle this guy, and he would just penetrate. And so when I saw that, I switched to a one-two-two. Okay, you right. want to drive? Let's see what you can do. That stymied them for a while, but then they kind of figured it out. So yep. then I went with you know two-three um, for a little bit. That didn't work so good because then their outside shooters were finding it. So right. I, so I so basically what you should have you should have so there's a couple things you should have switching and non-switching into your. Um, I haven't. Yeah, yeah, so that's the first thing you should you should put on your notes because that's that's something worth battling with now is you know how do we handle ball screens how do we do this do we you know it's easier for them absolutely it's easier for them if you're always switching or always not switching but I think of it as a counter just like going to a zone um, it just gives me another tool in my toolbox that's the first thing um, so I would have one of those assistants track what we do is if, if a team scores on us three straight times, we're out of it. We're, we're changing. Um, Hold on. Let me write that, that down. Um, so, so that, so, cause, cause our games his, have been, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I want to hear it. Three straight times and we're out. Yeah. Three straight times in a row. So here's what happens is your instinct, your gut instinct. And I've coached a long time and I'm still wrong sometimes. Like, I'll look at my assistant. I go, we should change defenses. And he goes, Steve, we've stopped them six straight times. So that means I'm feeling something else. Like we're not running our offense. We're not doing this. So I'm a stats. I teach statistics. I teach uh, AP stats in, in high school. So I'm always thinking numbers. Sometimes the number, your, your, your head does not follow the numbers. So if you can have someone track like the number of times that they score or what they're scoring in. So at halftime, you can look. While there were five possessions, they scored three times against two, three. They, they score, you know, we had six possessions in switching man, and they scored once. You know, when we weren't switching, they scored four times out of seven. 
whatever it is. So it's, it's data for you to look at, especially at halftime or during the game. That will help a lot. I'm telling you. Um, track. So basically have an assistant track. It's easy. When yep. When they, well, what you're in. So, you, so like a little, like go on Google sheets or Google or Excel or something and just put every defense you have. And then they should just a make or a miss. And then they should just, it's easy. It's not like they're asking them to do even a shot chart. It's easy. They'll know what you're in defensively and did the team score or not score. Um, so, and then you have a column for fast breaks or off turnovers or something that aren't actually a def you're, you're not in defensive sets. Um, Cause those always kind of freak people out to keep the chart. <laughs> um, so, say that one more time. I missed that little part. What did you yep, say, Dorena? Yep. So, so you, so you have a, you have columns for all your defenses, but then you have to have a couple extra columns, one for like turnover, scoring off a turnover, scoring off a transition where maybe you don't get your defensive set. When people's keeping, when people are keeping that chart, it freaks them out the first time because, ooh, what was that? Well, it was in transition, or we turned the ball over at half court and they scored. Well, you're not really in your two three or your one three one or your man, so that goes in a different column. Um, you just want to keep track of those, keep track of makes and misses and stuff like that. Um, that will really help you as far as when to change. Um, and I think you did the right thing with the guy that was scoring and getting to the rack. The only thing is I would think – there's times where we, we stick on guys. Like, well, like there's a guy we're playing Friday that we're still trying to figure out exactly how we're going to defend him. But even if we're in man, I don't think we're going to leave him ever. Like, that, the guy that's guarding him never leaves. Like, everyone else can switch, but he ain't – you know, so it's something you got to practice. Um, you know, we'll get one of those like colored pennies or something in practice and put it on the on the other one of the other guys that we're going five on five against. So we always know where that person is so we can work on that. Because, um, again, with high school kids, they just need reps and they need, you know, here's why we're doing this. Here's how we do it. You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, so your question about the big, what was your question about the big? Yeah. Can I, so what about this Follow. today, coach? Yeah. Um, let me go back to this kid. Yep. So let's pretend we have a guy today. I don't think they have this kind of player, but okay. let's pretend today they have a guy. I have my athlete. I'm just going to say to the rest of the team, he's not switching. He's yep. going to go around it. He's going to, he's athletic enough that I don't even think I need to practice it. He'll just go through. I, just, I, go I think you do that. I think because, because he probably either, I mean, is the kid, can this kid shoot a three off the dribble? Yeah, the, yeah. The, the kid so we got, played, yeah. he, the first yeah. half, he couldn't hit nothing. The second half, not only was he driving, now he was shooting from the outside. I was like, he, well, he hit two threes, two threes okay. in the second. So the question is, what you have to worry about is whether you go under the screen or over the screen. And if they're really good, you got to try to step over it. Okay. Um, yeah. Because then you don't want him to, you know, turn that corner and pop. But you're going to, you're the guy that's, the guy that's getting, if someone's getting screened, then they just got to help for a second. If he's quick enough, it's literally a millisecond. Just help for a second. Let me step over it. You know, and then we, we really talk about that, that, that hand as your, you know, your antenna to feel where that screen's coming from, you know, feel where that screen's coming from. Um, and that will help a lot. I think. Are you saying to hedge a little bit? Yeah, you... just a little bit. For a second. Okay. Just for a second. Because okay. if he's a scorer, he ain't looking past first, probably, unless he's elite, elite. 
Um, no, we don't have. We're not playing anybody like that. No. Right? So he's <laughs> but, looking, but he's good. He's good. He's good, but he's looking to score. So yeah. that means you want to take the score away, and then high, very few high school kids can hit that role well and consistently. And the ones that do are pretty elite. Um, it's a hard pass, you know, the, yeah, the rolling of the basket. So I really wouldn't even worry about that. I would help on him. So that, so that's what I would sell is like, you're going to go over your teammates going to help you until you're back on them. And then the, the one that helped is going to go find his guy wherever he went. It, so yeah. we need to work that on that on practice on Wednesday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, okay. for sure. All right. So be what five minutes. With- if he's athletic enough, it'll be five minutes. You know, if he's athletic enough to get over, it'll be five minutes. But here's the question, like, I need to teach all of them to do that, right? You do, you do. Um, but only on that one guy, right? You're only not going to, you're going to switch on everything else? Or, but yes, eventually you're going to have to do the non-switching stuff. Yes, that's a, that's a longer term. That's, you know, that's going to take a couple practices. You know, they, they've played, they've probably played, they, you know, they probably played recreationally a lot. <laughs> and, a lot. And kids don't switch much when they're playing recreationally. They're better at not switching once you kind of go through how you want to handle it. Like wow. if, they go, if they go to the park, and they're not switching at the park <laughs> or wherever they're playing. They're fighting through those. So it's like that's, so, so you, that's your trigger to them. It's like, hey, we, we have a place called the Princeton Club, which is like this club kids go to play at. And I go, you don't switch at the Princeton Club. So this should be easy. Switch, you know. And then when we switch, we talk about um, talk, touch, take. So you, 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 the guy's got to yell that the, the switch is coming and then the two guys got to touch each other. Otherwise they, they can split them and then you take the guy. So talk, talk touch, touch, take. Oh, I'm gonna write that down. Yeah. There's a okay. great YouTube video on it. Um, if you just t- you type in talk, touch, take, take basketball. I think um, it was Fran for, for Kella for Skilla. Yeah. So did a little clip it like a four minute one. I remember hearing it at a clinic maybe 15 years ago, but um, we try to break things down into threes so that fit into our kind of premise, talk, touch, take. Okay. All right. And then um, the other question, or the other one, today I think we're playing a team with a couple guys that can shoot and, okay. a guy, and they have a big. So how would you deal, if we're in man, how would you deal with that? Um, I would double with the other two. Are they smart enough to double with the other two guys? They could. Yeah, that's what you just say. You say you two are sticking. It's almost like you can't put in a triangle in two. A triangle in two would be perfect. I could. They know how. They can do it. They can um, do a triangle. Yeah. So I would do. I would do. I mean, I would do the normal triangle in two, where you put two yeah. on the bottom, one on the tops. We yeah. run the other one a lot. Um, the other one where we put one on the baseline and two at the elbow that stops dribble penetration. Um, but I would do the normal one with them, and then I would have the opposite bottom guy in the triangle and two double when he gets it double and then as soon as he gets rid of it go back that's Ooh. an easy that's an easy double nice okay yep. okay and then but the, then the bottom <laughs> then the top guy has to drop down does that make sense so you have the you have the two guys on oh the yeah block. yeah because you, but you're leaving you're leaving the high post exposed yeah basically Le- yep I'm, I'm giving you the high post I, i'm gonna give you something if i'm running a triangle and two anyway yeah, i'm giving I'm, you something i'm giving you that Yes. And eventually they'll find that and then you'll have to adjust. But I'm ge- initially giving you that. I'm taking the big boy away. Um, and then and then before the game, what I would do is I would talk about, you know, when we do this, we're doubling and, and digging up. 
Like, don't don't reach down because they love calling uh, fouls yeah. on little guards when you come down. If you come up, you'll be at, we're going to pop some of these and go because the, the big guy is going to bring the ball down. This is how you sell it to them. And they love this. So you're going to say, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to pop, pop up. And you're, you need to practice it for, or just even talk about in pregame. We're just going to pop up on these and you guys will get steals and we'll get layups because that big guy, I don't care how good he is. He's six, seven. There's going to be times when he brings it down to your side, your level, just pop up and you'll get it. It's like um, it's like pl- watching, trying to watch the Packers play last night, which was horrible. But they're just trying to pop that football out of the out of their hands. The the um, 49ers were. That's what you want to do. You're just popping that out. Okay, um, this is amazing, Coach. Thank you. No um, problem. All right, so let me talk about a couple other things. I'll keep you till eight thirty or your ten thirty. Ten thirty. That's okay. It's so um, so. I just want you to know, I'm sitting in my office, and there's about to try to say about. 14 inches of snow outside my window right now. So hope you enjoy the weather today. <laughs> um, we're a little cool, but we don't have snow. No snow. Oh, cool. <laughs> Got the seasons. That's cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the other question, hold on. Got a lot of questions, but um, turnovers. We are the last three out of four games. Actually, honestly, I would say for this season, We've been able to win 12 games and probably average 20 turnovers a game. And oh. it's just exacerbated oh. in the last three, three out of four losses. Because the competition level we're in league now, it's okay. gotten a little harder than what yep. I'd scheduled. Yep. And so any, any thoughts on turnovers? So how are the turnovers happening? I've got – well, I've got <laughs> – oh, my God. Well, I didn't tell you. Um, so my two starting guards were freshmen and they are right now it's a freshman. I'm going to talk to one of the freshmen and about after I hang up with you and I'm going to say, look, this dude has had meltdowns the last two games. He's, he just turned 14 in November, oh. but he's precocious. He's very, one day that dude's going to play possibly D one. Okay. He's, he's about five ten right now, five eleven, And he just turned 14. His okay. dad's about six, three. Okay. This dude, it, he's he's gifted. You can tell. I mean, yep. do you do, do you do VPS analytics, value point scoring? Do you do I do. That? I do because we do huddle, so we have all our stats broken down. Yeah, I got huddle too. Yeah. I got huddle. So so this kid's VPS. He had a game where his VPS was a seven. Okay, but now in league, the last three league games, he's a point seven. <laughs> okay. And then he has a meltdown Friday night. He goes in, he's crying on the end of the bench. And so I'm going to talk to this kid. And he was saying, I want to play with my friends on JV. I want to play with my friends. On... So I'm going to say, look, to me, it's about the basketball experience. This is not about, for me, it's beyond basketball. I want you to have fun. If right. you're not having fun up here and you want to play JV, go down. Right. But I, here, here's what I would say to him too, though. I would say to him, so you absolutely, if you want to do, because if you leave it to him, he probably will. But I would also, I would also word it as, okay, so I know this is frustrating and I know it's hard, but, and then I use the analogy, you can use one from your field, but I use the analogy, like if you're good enough to take calculus, I'm not putting you in algebra class. Now I can put you in algebra class. But I think you're going to, I don't think you're going to be challenged and I think you're going to be bored there. So I understand it's important to play with your friends um, and then maybe come up with a compromise. Maybe play a half, a quarter there or a half. I don't know what your rules are in your state. Um, but 
I said, I mean, that's the way I would word it to him because you definitely want to keep challenging him because even though it's frustrating, he is getting better um, because he's being challenged. You know, it's, it's, it's getting that C on that test and going, whoa, I better study for my final kind of thing. You know, I don't know if he'll be challenged. If he's that good, he's not – I mean, it's going to be like – No, he, he, was scoring, he was scoring 25, 30 points a game on JV. I mean, that's when I brought him up. I'm like, I, Coach, after those five guys, my drop-off is humongous. Right. So I, I, would, I wouldn't word it as you could – I mean, I, I would say let's give this let's, – let's talk about this. I know you're frustrated. I'm here to help you. I'm your guide. You know, I'm your Yoda. I'm going to help you through this. Um, so let, how can I do that? You know, why, what, why, what's frustrating about it? I'm, I'm not happy either that we're losing. You know, can you, what, what, what's your feeling on the team? What, what can we, I mean, throw it back to him. Because at some point he's going to, if he's that good, at some point this is going to be, he's going to be the captain of this ship. <laughs> so the sooner you can build the relationship with him, the better off. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know the kid. I don't know your, uh, 100% your situation. but. If he's that good, I wouldn't. I, I would say try to keep him with you to build that relationship. I really so, would. So the rules here in the state are: if on starting every Monday, if he goes down, if he goes up, he can't go down. So let's say, for instance, he only played varsity today. Right. He's done for the week in terms of playing JV. Okay. Today he could play JV, or half a game, a quarter, whatever. And then he could play in our game at one o'clock. So the JV games at eleven thirty, he could play at one o'clock. But once right. he plays varsity, he's done for the rest of the week playing JV. Right. So he could play JV today. Right. And and then maybe that's the way you pee. like look, go play with your friends for a little bit, and then come play with us, and then let's have a discussion. Blah blah blah. I mean, I, if he's that good, I just don't think. I just think you he 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 needs to keep hearing your voice, your mentoring, your like fatherly like here's what you need to do you know blah blah, blah. and part, i'm telling you <laughs> the best thing about a freshman is they become a sophomore <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's true and it's like and, and and those tears are good those tears are not bad you know those tears are it means that he's frustrated those tears mean he's 14 and doesn't he can't control his emotions at this point and that's what the tears come i mean i had one of those in my house tears came it's okay it means it, it's, it's that competitive – that means there's a little bit of fire there. You know, when he gets older, he'll probably get mad more than cry. But um, that's how he's dealing with his frustration. I, 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 would, I would try to keep him with you if okay. you can. How, how, much more, how much more time do you have in the season? We have eight games, including today. Okay. Eight and then, and then playoffs, if we can make the playoffs. Oh, and how do playoffs work in – in California. So it's um, so we're on max preps and uh, we're division three right okay. now. There's 16 out of there's 24 teams in division three, so we're okay. like in the middle division. Okay. And I think my friend he said the last time he looked we were 16. Okay. <laughs> so we're right on the cusp. Okay. Um, of making the playoffs, so. So it's it, close. So you need a couple wins. Yeah, I you got it. I need <laughs> I need a few wins. This is a week that all the teams we play, we should be able to challenge for a win. So I agree with you about the youngster. I'm gonna talk to him and I'm gonna say, hey, look, play with your t- play with your JV today. But okay, I got it. That's experience, coach. That's just experience. Thank you. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, the problem is I've done this long enough. If you word it the way you initially worded it, he's gone. 
Oh yeah. He's, he's just gone. gone. He'll go, Oh yeah, I want to play my and he won't think of because he's 14, he doesn't think either. Teenage brains don't think like that. So yeah. the way you word it is, I know you're frustrated. I'm here to help. Blah, 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 blah. You know, you fill it in because you know the kid better than I do. And then go play with them, then come back and play with us, and then let's talk. Like I I want you to help me with this group. Like, how can we do this? You know, especially if he's one of your better players. Um you definitely want him on your on, on on your board. How many seniors out of those top five? Okay, so the starting group. Well, okay, so without that freshman who I was thinking he wasn't even going to play with us, but now I think you're right. Um, so today it would be the the sophomore who's my elite shooter. Yep. I've got three seniors and a, so a sophomore, junior, and three seniors. If the fresh, I've been starting that freshman. So right. it was freshman, sophomore, junior, two seniors. Okay. But I don't know if I start that freshman today. I think, I think, I don't think, I think that, I think there's less pressure bringing them off the bench. Maybe you take a little bit off. That's part of you doing your job. Take a little bit off them. Um, you know, there's a lot of pressure starting. I don't care where you're playing. Um, so I think you maybe take that off and say, hey, here's what, here's my thought. You go do that, you know, and the next time you have a Monday game or something like this, maybe the first game of the week, you do the same thing all year. It doesn't matter um, as long as you, you can go from down, down up or whatever it is. Um, yeah. But then you can't yeah. go down. You can't go from up down. You can go down to up, but you can't go. So from every up, week, down. maybe the first game of the week, you go play with yeah. your friends and then you come yeah. play with us. I'm okay with that. And then you're not starting him. So it's not like, he gets a breather after his game, kind of blah, blah, blah. And it, it maybe keeps this, the other senior happier, which is good because you like those seniors to be happy. Um, yeah, so I think that's a good thing. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, how much time should I tell the JV coach to play him today? Well, wh what's your rule? I don't even know what your rule is. is rule? We have no, rule. no rules. You have no rules about playing. He can play the whole game. Play the whole game and then come over and play varsity the whole game. No. And we have a 35 second shot clock. Okay, well that's a whole different discussion. The shot clock. Um, and we and, and we can practice year round. Oh my god! I gotta move to California. Okay. I gotta move to California. <laughs> my son's looking at some schools. He's what is he looking at? Claremont McKenna, Pitts. Well, that's a great school. Yeah, Claremont McKenna, Pitzer, and Occidental are the three that are on his list. Oh my god. Those are, I grew up right next to Oxy. Did you like my, Oxy? Oh, Oxy's got a huge reputation. Okay. One of my friends is an orthopedic surgeon. He went there. He, I think he's going to get, I think Oxy's one of his foundational. I, I mean, he, he's got really good ACTs. He's got really, I mean, he's taking like six AP. I mean, I think Oxy is one that he, I think, I don't know if he'll get into Claremont and Pitzer. Those are harder reaches. Those are hard, but. Honestly, I'm going to tell you the neighborhood is way better in Oxy. Claremont is out in the friggin' the boonies, man. It's it like, is. well, it's not. It's not. It's in a. It's not in the nicest county. Number one, there's a lot of smog. Although it's okay. a great school, I mean, academic, amazing. Oxy's in right. It's in the lap of Los Angeles. I mean, I it's know, I know. I think, I think if he gets in and we visit, I'm gonna like, oh crap, there he goes. Dude, it's like 10 minutes from watching a Laker game. Are you kidding? Is you it know, really? 30 minutes from going to see UCLA play. I mean, 15 minutes to go see USC. I mean, he's right in the lap. He's right next to the Rose Bowl. Are you kidding me? You're okay. looking at 10 minutes to the Rose Bowl. Okay. You're well, there's no, nothing in LA is 10 minutes. But, <laughs> but yes. You I know, know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's uh, Okay. 
Yeah, but no, that's but, where he's looking at. No, but I think the Rose Bowl is 10 minutes. It's literally right up the hill. It's wow. beautiful. But okay. yeah, so those are good. So, um, okay, what were we talking about? I don't remember. What were we talking about? I'm having a okay, okay. moment. Oh, how but, much time do I get? How much time do I tell Oh, them? Oh, yeah, the school stuff. Okay, so I would say no more than a half a game. So okay. our, our, we play halves in Wisconsin and don't have a shot clock. So it's like totally different. Yeah. We play halves, yeah. which is all your team would love halves. Trust me because of the flow of the game. Um, yeah, we're quarters. Yeah. So I would say no more than half. I would say first half you play them what you need to play them in the first half. I would give them at least one or two blows in the first half, but, and then, then, then what I've done is then send them to the locker room with my guys, like okay. you play the first half and then now you're going to become a varsity player, you know? Got it. Um, and so then he, then, so then that coach will know, I don't have him in the second half, you know, I can burn him whatever minutes I need in the first half. And then he gets, and then that, what, what that does to him is it gives him a little bit of a break too. then. Um, okay. you know what I'm saying? Okay. So it gives him a little bit of a break. Can, can I have a couple extra minutes? Um, oh, absolutely. Go ahead, coach. Um, all right. Last, last topic. Okay. Practice intensity and, and running. Okay. Yes. So I got these guys, like I told you, I don't have, except for the freshman, he's played club. He's played club. Okay. The other guys are all rec ball players. Okay. So I have little side conversations when I'm talking. So I get them on the line. Okay. 10 seconds up and down the court. Everybody's got to make it in 10 seconds. Okay. Yep. I do that a few times, but after a while, it's just taking a practice time. Not right. a few times. It might take me more than a few times. So my thinking is this. I'm done with this on Wednesday. Cause we have a game tomorrow, today and tomorrow on okay. Wednesday. If I see that they're getting on the line and they're going to run for 30 minutes and make them remember, make them remember not to do that again. Cause I'm tired of it or their intensity is low. They're not. So, so why, 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 my question is, why are you running them? Are you trying to get them in shape? Are you trying to, are you, is it punitive? What, why are you, why are they on the line? To get them focused. Okay. So, so it's, it's like this is every coach in America's problem, to be honest with you. Um, so what I do is, first of all, it's hard. They're teenage boys. It's really hard to focus them. They live in a Snapchat world. They really do. Okay. So here's what I've done. And I, this, is, this has been successful for me. You don't want to do the 30-minute thing because you got to keep legs this time of year. You can do that early in the season. Don't do it now. It won't work now. because you're gonna, the, the cost benefit's not there now. November okay. or December that you could have done that. And I, I do that, you know, but you can't do that now because you're going to lose your legs. You don't want to do that. So what I do is I break, I break practice up literally into two or three minute um, segments. Like it's like, we'll go three minutes, do two or three perfect possessions. We move on to the next thing. Small little pieces is better. And then I literally will make them competitive. So like I have, I think I've put my starters out in the group together maybe once in the last two weeks. I break my teams into two even. We go at it. We'll, we'll work on our offense. The one team gets it for two minutes. The next team gets it for two minutes. We'll keep score. Loser gets on the line and goes up and down once. Boom, 10 seconds. So they'll, they'll, the, the competitiveness will go up. The focus will go up. And Whatever the punishment is, it doesn't have to be a lot. They just don't like to lose because they're teenage boys. <laughs> they don't want their friends to show them up. Um, okay. So that's what I would do. And then I would also keep talking to them. I would stop. I stop practice. I just say, stop. Is this the standard in which we want to play at? No. 
we need to fix it. How can we do that? Blah, blah, blah. And then we talk about it and then we go back. So I, I do that before I get to the punitive because usually one or two of those resets will get them moving. Um, then if it doesn't, then I get them on, you know, then I'll do, I'll do a ladder or something like that to kind of, you know, I, I don't love running for punitive damages. I do it, but, um, cause I have to, cause that's the only time, only way I can get through to them. But that's what I would do is, and if you do the competitive things and you do the small pieces and keep score, practice intensity will go up. I, I promise you. It'll be crazy. Okay, I know. I got you on that. How many, how long would you do your practices this time of year? Not, not game, not, but not the day before. Well, give me the day before the game and two days before the game. How okay, long would you do? So that? when is your, when does playoff start? Uh, like the week after uh, Valentine's day, the week so, after Valentine's okay, day. Okay. So, so you got a, about a month left. Okay. So I would be at about an hour. Do you watch film and do that with them? We have, we, I'm going to start doing film with them because we're going to go, be going through our second role playing the same team in league. Yeah, so okay. when we do that, I want to, sh I want to show them the team that you played the first time. Yep. Let's, let's review that game. Yep. Yep. Okay. So what I do is I tend to watch more film this time of year and make practice less. Um, so this time for you with about a month left, so that'd be me, I'd be at about an hour and a half. And I'd be, because you literally have their attention span for two hours, maybe two plus. Right. So if I'm going an hour and 40 in the court, I got 20 minutes with them in the, in the, um, in the film room. Um, if I go an hour and 15, then I got 45 minutes in the film. room. So I try to use that kind of standard. Um, but I try to make film grow and practice get less as the season goes on. Cause again, I'm trying to keep legs. And, and sometimes I'll go an hour 45, even almost too close to two hours at the end of the season, but probably 30 minutes of that is shooting <laughs> 30 minutes of that. Is just getting those reps that aren't beating their body up. Um, cause they're mentally, they're mentally tired. They're physically tired. Um, it's not an NBA season, but I compare it to it, you know, for a teenage boy, it feels like an NBA season. Um, okay. Let me, let me repeat what you just said. So basically as this time of year, you do more film time, less practice time. You're going two hours, but maybe if you go an hour and a half, the 30 minutes are film. If yep. you go an hour and 15, 45 minutes of film. Yep. If you if you go an hour and a half, I missed the part about the shooting. When do you do the shooting? I do well. So sometimes, like like maybe 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 um maybe I've done film already for the week and I'm good. Then yeah. I'll go I'll go you know an hour and 50 minutes for a practice or almost two hours for a practice, but I'll spend 20 minutes of that practice or half hour of that practice shooting stuff doing you know, post moves, uh, okay. dribble, things that are working on their individual, it's individual skill work. So it's not okay. beating their body up, like going up and down the not court. Running up and down, killing each other. Yeah. So, so and like, yeah, if you, if you're not going to do film and you're going an hour and 50, you'll go 30 minutes of that. Yeah. Shooting. And then, and then <clears throat> a year later in the season, but moving forward, I would try to get a notebook, something, you know, you know, Bobby Knight has had his flaws, but he was always good about film sessions and keeping, keeping it like a classroom. Um, I, this year's, I have, I have a great group. I love this year's group. I love them to death, but they, they're, they're all friends and they're super chatty. So we've gotten to the point where we have assigned seats in film session and we have notebooks because I got to keep them like, this is our classroom. I'm trying to teach you something that's going to help you win the basketball game. Just like, you know, in math. You go through the same thing. I do the attention. Yeah. Attention, keeping their attention is a, and it's annoying. 
it's it's a bear. It's a bear. Um, do you have Snapchat, Coach? Yes, I do. Okay. So the, so I, I keep their attention during the week, too. Like, when we get off, I'll probably send them a Snapchat of a quote, of a video. There's a great video out there. I just sent my guys um, from the pit coach about the difference between great, good, and great. YouTube it. It's really good. Um, oh. So I send them, like, little clips like that you know, funny stuff with me, whatever. But all that stuff will kind of keep the, then when I'm in front of them and something that kind of matters, but doesn't matter, you know, that I've got there a little bit more of their attention. Um, it, it's hard. It, it, and the thing is you can't sit and here's what I've learned. Like 20 years ago, I could just put literally put a game on and we could watch it for an hour with the team. Yeah. I could literally break every piece down. I can't do that anymore. I got to do, Here's the offense. Here's their offense. Here's 10 offensive clips. Here's their out-of-bounds plays. Here's how we defended it. And there are little clips, and I have them take some notes. Um, and then I use film sessions to reiterate our stuff. Like, <laughs> it's hilarious if you ever do it with a binder. It's like I have them – like, I had them diagram two of our offensive sets up. Well, half of them can't draw a basketball court. So they're sitting there trying to – we use X's or numbers, coach, or – you know, that kind of stuff, stuff. So, but it's making them process in a different way in their mind, um, which is like in my classroom. I want to, I want, there's visual learners. There's, you know, the learners that need to write. There's the learners that need to walk through it. So I try to get to every type of learner because um, I don't know every kid that well, how they learn. Um, but that helps keep the focus and variety helps keep the focus in practice. Variety, 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 variety. Um, okay. Variety, variety. Okay. It, Listen, I, I feel like I've taken up a huge amount of your time. I really appreciate it. No and worries. I, I want to know, like, I think I have a lot to learn from you. How often can I do these one-on-one? Okay, so you're not on Facebook. I don't. I could get on Facebook, I guess. That's I've fine. I don't need you to have on Facebook. Um, so I, every, other week, every other week I do office hours, and then every other week I do one-on-one calls. Um, if you need something, just email me. I'll take, we'll, we'll find time. We'll find time. Absolutely. You, you let me know. Oh, we'll find time. Yeah, Today yeah, worked can, out great. Normally, normally I'm in class, right? On a Monday, normally I'm in class, but today's Martin Luther King, so I'm not at school. So usually I do it nights and weekends. Um, and then obviously after the season, my, my time opens up a lot more. I pour yeah. a lot more into teach hoops, but um, we'll make it work. If you've got something, I'll make it work. Don't worry about it. That's why I do this. It's fun. I love talking hoops. Shoot. I'd be out shoveling or something now instead. So. Oh, man, you're awesome. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Well, I'll just keep in touch. If okay. You do that. I'll keep working hard. Okay. Thanks coach. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey everybody. I hope you're enjoying this. If you are, maybe go over and check out coach Collins's other podcasts, teacher sidekick and high school hoops. Um, subscribe, like, leave a five-star review. Maybe. And then uh, also you can go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. All right. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.